Okay, so Barcelona Espanol play today. What a game. It's literally everything a derby needs. A lot of goals. A lot of trash talking. Some fights. Even red cards. You know, just what you need. You know, you need that. So anyway, so starting this game, you know, Barcelona had a great game last last week. So coming into this game, you just want to make sure that like that wasn't a fluke. This is the new team. I was excited to see Traore get even better. And uh, what is it? Torres and uh, what is it? Abamian as well. And they all played. And we had a surprise guest this time. We had Dembele. So before we go on, I just don't understand the situation with Dembele. So Dembele played today. But why? I thought he was done. Like, I remember the president saying, like, this guy has a, you know, agreement with another club. You know, this guy's not here for the cause. He's only here for the money. So why should we play him? That was the argument. And I understood that. He made sense. And now he's playing. You know, I get that, like, we should use him. For sure we should use him. Like, if I was shabby, I would have done the same thing. I would use him as a player. But, like, what benefit does Barcelona get from this? Why, why would you want him just to get better for another team next season? Unless... He's actually not leaving next season. Hear me out. Hear me out. Think about this. Maybe him and Shavi talked and Shavi was like, yo, we got that uh, Spotify sponsor. You know, we, we're going to get Uber money. So don't worry about it. You'll get your contract, whatever you ask for, because Barca has money now. I think that's what's exactly going to happen. I think Barcelona's is going to re-sign Dembele for whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. And do I think, do I think that's a good idea? I don't think that's a good idea at all. I think we should let him go. I think we're done here. Even in this game, when he came in, it's just... Anyway, so let's get into the game. Barcelona's playing uh, 4-3-3 formation. So the game starts, and then immediately, like a minute or two in the game, Alba does what Alba does, and Pedri gets the end of it and scores a goal. So we were up one immediately in like a minute in the game, okay? They're creating all these chances, but the thing is, they're just not making a goal. They're not capitalizing on the chances they're making especially Torres. Like, Torres was the worst player in the team. Well, you know, after uh, <laughs> after Eric Garcia's. But let's, let's focus on Torres. Homie got at least 20 crosses, and he couldn't get any of them. He got one-on-one -on -one goals. He, I mean, he got every chance that you can think of as a striker, and he couldn't capitalize on any of those chances. So he was just terrible. And I'm thinking, like, this guy is going to come out. Like, halftime, there's no way he's coming back. You know what I'm saying? So, before halftime ends, they score. The The other team scores uh, a deflection. Again, the same... The problem with this goal... This goal literally came from just bad defending. And, you know, it's the story... It's the story of the season. You know, the Barcelona just defensively is just... Oh, my God. That's... All this Spotify money should be spent on... Nothing more than defenders. At least three defenders, okay? Three, we need three defenders. You know what? No, four. Get four defenders. It's very important. I, forget the top. The middle is set. The top is set. Now worry about the back. The back is terrible. I mean, like, our, we have the highest line in La Liga. You get what I'm saying? So why would you not want to have great defenders who can handle that kind of risk? And why would you have... Eric Garcia's play. You know, I don't think it's fair that we harp it on this guy this hard because he's been injured for a while and this is like the first time coming into the game playing. But I'm sorry, but if you see that, if you see the mistake he made, anyway. So halftime happens and uh, Araujo gets hurt. He gets replaced by Eric Garcia's. 
right when I see this and I'm just like, oh boy, not good. This is going to be terrible. So the game is 1-1. Halftime, Eric Garcia comes in. I'm thinking this is not going to go well because technically we dominated the first half. Like the first half, we should have had at least, at least three goals. Terrible. I don't know if he was nervous. So second half starts, the game is going about 55 minutes in the game. Gabby scores a goal. We're celebrating, but it gets ruled out because the joint was upside and the ball hits him before it got to Gabby. So it was ruled out, rightfully so. And the game is going, the game is going. And this is where literally the ball just gets crossed from the back. And so the line for the back line, they're all should be together. They all are together. And Eric Garcia's, okay, any, I'm sorry, you any good playing for like top team like Barcelona should know to follow the ball or the man. This dude did none of it. They didn't do any of it. First of all, he he wasn't even with the line with the team. So the team was like up forward. And as the striker making a run, most of the time, the defender all kind of stepped forward. So to catch him in upside. This dude, run, like he couldn't decide if he should stay with the line or he should run with this, uh, with the striker. So he runs with the striker and then he stops and then goes again. By that time, obviously, this is soccer, two. So now it's two to one immediately, okay? Now you're feeling the pressure. Xavi's feeling the pressure. And starts drawing, start drawing a strategy on paper and sends it to, like, Busquets. And Busquets and Pika are, like, reading the letter while they're making subs. He takes a Frank to join out, and then he puts Luke to join in. And he replaces Aubameyang with Pedri. So he takes two mids out, and he puts two forwards in. So you see, he's like just trying to get a goal as fast as he can. So the game is going and they're just attacking. They're doing everything they can. And at the dire minute, you know, Traore, the best player, the best player in the field, to be honest, because this guy, he was doing his job to the, to the T. Traore is doing what we've been asking Dembele to do, like try to get behind a defender. And he's doing it great. He, he, every time, he can just get over these defenders and crosses it. So at this point, we're almost done with the game. And then PK, like, do you know you know how like every soccer team, there's always that one, like a douche. You know what I mean? Like there's there's always a douche. Like a, every team, every soccer team has that one character guy who is a douche. And PK is the douche of Barcelona. And he did some douche stuff, you know? He literally, this kid pushes him. And he kind of like, as he's going back, like he kind of puts his hands on his back and the other guy gets upset and PK put head bust this guy. So he gets a red car and it's just like, it was unneeded, but at the same time, it was needed, you know, get some space in the field so we can get a good cross in there. Chayori did just that. He crossed it in, Luke DeJoin scores, game over. Yeah. So really to take away from this game is not much. Because if you look at it, Barcelona, Barcelona was good. I mean, like, they had 64 possession of the game. But sh when it comes to shots, it's about it's about close to the same. Now, PK got a red car. Barcelona are going to need, like, at least two defenders, you know? Now, Garcia is our last. He will play. He The Europa League, he's playing, okay? We don't have defenders. But anyway, that that's it for that. And now let's talk about Manchester United, the only team who's having a worse time than Barcelona. Like, what is going on? Ronaldo's having, I believe, his worst drought since 2009. Okay, 2009. He hasn't scored a goal in five games. Manchester United is constantly, like, every game they play, they play, like, the last two games they play, for the first 20 minutes, you're like, okay. Okay, I see I see the work they're doing. I see things coming together. 
and then by second half they just crumble okay they they just crumble and at this point you know people blame coaches i don't think we should stop blaming coaches there's been enough coaches coming in and leaving i think it's time for players to start leaving stop giving players like fred a 50 million dollar contract like that's just dumb like it's becoming to the point that like manchester united are replacing liverpool Liverpool made more money than Manchester United this year. And it's not stopping. They sold more shirts. They're selling more, more merch. Eventually, they'll, and they're only like one Premier League award away from, you know, equalizing Manchester United 20 league trophies. Liverpool has 19 now. Okay, they only need one more. Like, in the next two, three years, it's going to be the opposite if these guys don't change their tune. I know a lot of people complain about the the Glazers, you know. I think this more has to do with the transfer. Like, the people you're buying, work on that. Who's who's scouting these players for you, P.I.? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, for example, they bought Van de Vick and they didn't play him. This dude, they paid him, like, $50 million, I think, something like that. And now he's gone on a loan in Everton, and he's doing great. He's immediately doing great, you know. It's just like that because he's not a Manchester United player. He's just not up to that par. And they didn't need him. The position they bought him, like, Bruno Fernandes is not in that position. I don't even know why they bought this dude. But anyway, they're just making choices that doesn't in line with their goals. It's the same thing. I guess it's not kind of the same. It's kind of the It's not the same. I was going to compare it to, like, Barcelona just outspending crazy. The difference is these players are talented. And you can argue they worth this. Actually, they didn't worth that much money. But they're more talented than what Manchester United is getting. They're, Manchester United is getting like some B-class players and paying like premium on these guys. I think that's the problem. They got to fix that. They need to get rid of all these people that keep signing and just sitting sitting there, not doing much. Anyway, I think that's their main problem. Not the, not the coach. Not the coach. Technically, I think they finally found 11 starters. The front three looks nice. The midfield is still trash. And their back is quite trash. Harry Maguire, my guy, trash. You know, I feel a little bad for him because people are just going ham on him and saying, like, this guy doesn't deserve it. But, like, I don't think, and not skill-wise, he's fine. I just think that the pressure, I think the pressure is really getting to this guy. And this is the main reason why I'm saying I just don't see Manchester United finishing top four. I just don't see that. Manchester City also played. Phil Foden got a goal, and then uh, Sterling got three goals. Done, done. And now there's a conversation talking about is Liverpool going to catch up to Manchester City? Come on. Are you serious? Did you see the game Liverpool play against Burnley? You know, that just indicates if Manchester City loses a game, they're losing two games. I stay with that. Another team also got saved at the last minute is Juve. Juve versus Atalanta. I'm telling you, dude, Atalanta does not... I've been saying this for the past two years. Atalanta is a team you just cannot depend on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good they play. It doesn't matter how much they dominate. They would always, always choke. They will always choke. Okay? And that's what happened. They choked and then Juve tied. Simple as that. Napoli's been doing this for a minute as well. Napoli's kind of the same as Atlanta. These, these two teams will play great games and they'll just let you have it. So they dominated. I don't think I've seen a team dominate Inter Milan this season like they did. And they still just couldn't keep the lead. You know who kept the lead? AC Milan. AC Milan is busting their butt off right now. Okay? And the big news in the German league is Bayern lost 4-2. to two. 
four to two. Okay, and you know I, I get that this doesn't mean much for the Bundesliga race, but you know what's this is a big deal for their peace of mind of going to the Champions League game with a win. They don't have that anymore. They're going in there with a loss. Okay, and this is football. Stuff can flip real quick. I know this shouldn't be much worry because Noah is going to come back as a goalkeeper and majority of these goals were really, the goalkeeper should have stopped it. Like at least two of those goals, the goalkeeper should have 100% stopped it. So majority of these are like defensive and a goalkeeper mistakes. So I, I don't want to read too much into it, but this is football. Okay, this is four goals, dude. Four goals? Mm, that, that's going to sting. One, two, understandable. We're four. But yeah, that's it for this weekend. I'm out.